0: Well, there should be some fanfare, like like with the streamers and the kazoos because new party year. favors the
1: noise makers and whatnot
0: because it's 2023. 2023, this is amazing. This will be our fourth year in review episode, which is wild to think about because we did 19, 20, 20, 20, 21, and now 2022. 20, going into 2023, It's a great thing. My name is Dion, I am a member of Lightning Link's Vinyl Preservation Society, which is a collective of music enthusiasts whose mission is to celebrate and examine our often unhealthy, always obsessive, more often than not creepily intimate relationship that we share with the physical media that is vinyl records, and I am across a dining room table full of records with my dear friend, my Sonic Sensei,
1: we know him as Jay hey welcome thank you Deanne. and i want to say i know i'll say this enough you always do the sonic sensei thing i just i want to say as a year's end whatever trying to get mushy here a little bit but i gotta say Deanna, you are as much as influencer as any influencer i've ever had Woo! yeah That's no you one. always call me the sonic sensei and i appreciate that too but i do want you to know that since we've done this podcast um you've turned me on to all sorts of shit that i probably would not have known otherwise so yeah so thank you like you coaxed me out of hibernation to do the lightning licks when we dj'd and you coaxed me out of my cocoon (laughs) the cocoon of the house that i live in to do this podcast and i appreciate that so thank you Brother.
0: Well, I used to coax you out, but now I'm just allowing you to stay inside. Exactly. And I'm
1: joining you inside the katoon. <laughs> you have no idea how much I appreciate <laughs> that, brother. So thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want you to know that you're as much as an influencer as any influencer I've ever had. Right. Thanks, yeah.
0: bud. That means a lot to me.
1: And we are recording this. This literally is New Year's Day. We actually are recording this on New Year's Day. As so, Happy do. New Year to all y'all. Happy New Year, everybody. And I hope that this year is bright and sunny and you get everything that you want maybe you did last year but hopefully you will do it this year too And
0: 2023 should be the year that things change for you the year that everything works out great <laughs> I hope so I yeah. mean we always just hope that every year but
1: we'll see what well, happens well you gotta start out optimistically every year and that's okay that's the best part about New Year's is like that whole optimistic like oh my god this is like the zombies mhm this year is going to be our year this year is going to be our year yeah but let's not talk about the future let's
0: talk about the past this past 365 (laughs) days of 2022 there's a lot of great music out there there. it was tough to whittle these lists down each year you Mm -hmm. and i both do our top 11 lists because we take things to 11 right put it up
2: to 11 11. exactly
0: we do our top 11 lists of the year the only caveat is we got to own these records on vinyl
2: yep Yep.
1: right this particular year we for sure we have yeah yeah in the past, we I snuck one in because it wasn't available on vinyl, but I could not include. But that's 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 all technical bullshit. Who cares? Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. What we do care about is getting to investigating what's held
0: within these stacks of records on this dining room table, and telling the people of Podcast America what we think the greatest records of the year 2022 are.
1: So you're ready to do that? I am ready to do that. I am ready to do that.
0: I got a stack of records here, a stack of records there. I got records scattered all over
3: everywhere, but I'm looking for one. It goes, yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. 2022 pretty stacked year in terms of releases i think i say that every year but this year above all others i really struggled to come up with my top 22 list because i think the caliber the quality is so high this year i just thought there's so many records i want to talk about album of the year undebatably Album of the year, undebatably Album of the year, undebatably My cadence B, the greatest we've seen since the late MC Whose name was D, Notorious D Lightning list. 2022, Year
2: in Review
1: I do want to say this too, like, it always blows my mind when I look at all these year-end lists, whether it be from my friends or whether it be from, like, music websites and I'm blown away by how little crossover there is between even me and you right. or my friends or like Consequence of Sound or Pitchfork or whatever it is. It's so healthy how much great music is out there that there's not as much crossover as you would think that there would be.
0: Right. Everybody's not taking the same 10 yeah. records. And like saying I'm thinking of to the the my
1: top 11, like almost none of this has ended up on any other like year end list. So I think that that's a good sign like that there's so much great music out there to be like. To, to sew to sew <laughs> <laughs> to sew that it just blows my mind like I say this every year too like I feel like it's an embarrassment of riches how much great music there is and it proves it like when you see all these lists and the fact that none of this is crossover at all music is pretty fucking healthy right now right right yeah
0: it's as healthy as it's ever been really yeah for sure yeah. You know, I'm sure the internet interwebs. has a lot to do with that. Yep. Couple of yep.
1: Yeah, God bless the interwebs.
0: So I guess that's the only good thing that's happened since the internet's <laughs> come out, is it's helped music. It's helped our lists
1: at the end of the year. And you don't have to rent porn anymore. Yeah, you can just... <laughs> de- 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 <laughs> oh, it's right there. Anything yeah.
0: you want to see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Jay, I'm going to ask you to go first. The way this works is we sort of ping pong back and forth. We don't get too deep into it unless there's something to get deep into. But the point of this is just to talk about these albums a little bit, talk about these bands that we've found have released the best records of 2022. So why don't you start, my friend, Jay? Give me your number, 11, and then 10 top records
1: yeah we kind of have to do it this way because under normal circumstances we just do five so we need to go through so this is not like the free bird of podcasts yeah. it's like four hours long so my first one <laughs> the free bird podcast <laughs> my first one i'm not even really sure how to say her name it's now yanya now you yanya yes i'm just gonna say that all of my top 11 are random until we get to the top three right any of these could be any of these they're all fucking great the top three is the top three. But the first one is a Nile You for Yanya record. It has a record called Painless. Mm-hmm. That is my number 11 record. My friend Chris Flesek, who was on one of our earlier bonus podcasts, had walked into Dearborn Music, and uh, they were playing a song by her, and he bought it based just on one song. That's always great for the record yeah. store owners to make yeah. that kind of sale. And then he told me the song and I listened to it, and I also bought the record (laughs) based on the one song. She's fucking cool. This is her second full length. She's got two full lengths, some EPs out. The first record, she was like a songwriter trying to kind of find herself a little bit, flexing her sonic muscles. The new record, which is Painless, I feel like it's a little more concise. It kind of brings the sonic vision together a little bit better. It's just indie pop at its finest. She uses a really good like combination like of electronics and loops, but like also organic instruments as well. She's just awesome.
0: I've never heard of her before until you shared the song with me and like then I listened to the whole album, you know how that thing goes and I'm like, "Wow, this is really impressive." Yeah. Like, she's awesome.
1: We were talking about this earlier too. That there's all these drum tracks that have been recorded that are so dry, they almost feel like electronic drums, right. but they're not. They're not so the name of the record is painless the song i'm going to use for the mixtape is midnight sun that's a killer track yeah it is so good it's super vibe
0: you'll know when you hear it just based on how those drums are going to sound when it starts yeah. out like it's unmistakable it's yeah. awesome
1: my next one is a woman mateel brown the band is called mateel she has a co-conspirator his name is Jonas Willie. between the two of them they play all the instruments themselves i've been a fan of Matiel for a very very long time She is actually one of those artists that I feel like I don't understand how they're not bigger than they are. Like, no one's putting them in their top ten list. Right. Like, back in the day, I was a huge fan of the Burger Records stuff before they were canceled. Literally, on the Burger Records, it would actually say, Hi, I'm a Burger Record. Mm -hmm. And I would buy records simply based on that. The earlier stuff is kind of more of like a garage psych kind of desert but also some 60s chantusk but now she's on the ato label now what she's doing is just this kind of like really just wondrous indie pop stuff she's based out of atlanta this is her third full length she's done some eps as well she toured a few years ago there's a few choice dates that she did with jack white You're right solo and i thought she was gonna like really i thought okay here we go she's really gonna break big here but I was really surprised that she didn't. And every time when I see like year end best list, I'm super surprised that Mathilde is not on it because she's doing these really super solid indie pop records but no one's talking about her well
0: lightning licks does i
1: know and i I want people to know about her because her stuff is like amazing so she put out a record this year called georgia gothic
0: yeah and the the album art on that is just fantastic her and her heart are just like dressed up like devils yeah
1: no i love that and i pre-ordered it so they actually sent me like the lyric book that came with it that's signed by both her and Jonas Willey so cool yeah it's really cool the first single was a song called jeff goldblum which is about her love of jeff goldblum which is fucking great but she just does all these like super cool like indie songs with horns and like they're just super catchy and i'm just surprised that she's not bigger than she is it's almost disappointing in a way right because i feel like she should be bigger than she is she's got this big voice if you're not familiar with Matiel, you need to be familiar with Mateel Brown because she's awesome.
0: Right, but you said before, and we've admitted that now like with the landscape the way it is with music, like our idea of breaking big may be still set way back when it was radio player yeah, bust, exactly, right? So now yeah. it's not like she's unsuccessful or unheard of. It's just that she hasn't made it big the way that we expect artists that we love to make it big.
1: Yeah, there is that, but I just also feel like I don't see her on end of your list and i feel like she should be on more of them well i'm glad she's on ours yeah so check out the mateo record it's called georgia gothic the song i'm going to use for the mix is called lighthouse if i i was obsessed with that video i would watch that video like 10 times in a row for yeah. like a week it's so good she's got such a big strong voice she's awesome
0: and right. it should Period. be stated to the listeners that we are doing the mix a little bit differently. Um, since there are so many songs, this is going to be 22 tracks for 2022. Jay and I both did one side of the mix with the aim to be providing you with 45 solid minutes per side <laughs> per of side. awesome music. Yes. So there's going to be a Dion side and We're a just Jay side. One. side one. Yep, and a j-side which is side two is side two. it's awesome but yes definitely that song fits very well in that mix and i'm excited for everybody to hear it which will be presented as a supplementary episode as is the tradition right. here on lightning's radio
1: so hit me with your first two your number 11 your number 10
0: may not be my best shots but i'm gonna hit you with two shots <laughs> uh, my number 11 record of the year is michelle after dinner we talk dreams both the name of the band and the name of the album, and consequently the song titles in the album are all caps, so they're stylized as if it's an angry Trump tweet. I'm not sure why that is. (laughs) Why are you yelling at me? Stop yelling at me. I don't know why that is, but that's just the way that they decided to stylize things. So if you're looking for it, all caps Michelle, and then maybe type the band, because if you just type Michelle into google you get it's michelle gonna come, obama way, yeah, which is awesome spend which is some, okay spend some yeah. time with flotus
1: sure Absolutely. post flotus
0: He's worth your time but for sure if you want to get down to michelle do the it right band. or pay the price this is the band michelle <laughs> This is an indie pop collective out of New York City. One young dude and five fresh babes. They're very cool. This is their second LP. Uh, They have a few non-album singles out as well. I'm not typically drawn to like modern pop releases, but here we have these attractive, talented young people writing quality songs about the relationships and the realities. And it just really spoke to me. I think a little bit of that could be because you can kind of hear like 90s R&B sensibilities in these tunes. So you got your TLCs, your SWVs For me it was the En Vogue thing. Or the En Vogues. Any of those kind of groups that have like female empowerment, these women singing their hearts out, that kind of has that 90s vibe to it. That's why I like it so much. So if you're a fan of modern pop or the 90s R&B, you should check them out. That's Michelle, in all caps A great young group (laughs) The song that I want to use for the mixtape is a song called "Mess You Made." All the girls sing great in this tune, and the instrumentation is awesome. And there is a scream in there when she says something like "I'm a bitch"
1: or something. It's awesome. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it gets your attention.
0: Yeah, it definitely has that R and B vibe into it too. That's why I chose the song. It's going to fit on the mix great. And that's Michelle with "After Dinner We Talk Dreams," my number eleven record of
1: the year. What's your number ten?
0: My number ten record of the year is a record called "Get Fucked." by The Chats. Uh, The Chats, if if you don't know them, they're a three-piece punk rock band, classic setup, three young male aussies, a guitar-based drum. This release is their second full-length, I believe, but they've had a bunch of EPs as well. This is my getting shit done soundtrack of 2022, it's total punk rock. And it if really you need is. to get something done, if you need to get the basement organized, or if you need to pick up your fucking sticks, or mow your lawn, or shovel <laughs> the walk, you might just want to call up their discography on whatever streaming service you use. This is punk rock the way you would expect punk rock to be done at any time. Not just now in 2022, but even all the way back to the late 70s and early 80s when right. it was in its heyday. I mean, As this we are listening to it,
1: it's very fucking 1978. It is very yeah, no. legit. And it feels like punk rock Right, it's fast,
0: it's edgy And lyrically it's quotable as all get out They transition like flawlessly from barking nonsense To rapping about their mundane existences To seemingly like out of nowhere They'll just come up with this line That like really sticks it to the man And really if you sort of like get through the sloppiness you can tell that there's great musicians there the bass is fucking killer the drums are always on point and there are some licks in there that kind of have a rockabilly feel to them there's an ability of their guitar player to do more than just what he's doing but i think he serves his purpose pretty well yeah. i mean he knocks it out of the park this whole record front to back is amazing everything they've pretty much ever put out and again this is from australia one of the many bands from australia that we are going to feature on this list yeah there's quite um, a few actually yeah. so it's actually kind of hard to get so it's not all that the time obviously, we're going to want you to buy records at your local record shop, right? Uh, specifically, Electric Kitchen, beautiful Bay City, our record store of choice. But this is one of those records that I don't know that it is available unless you special order it, right? So you're going to be paying a, a hefty price to get it overseas because I do not think that it's distributed, at least not as of yet in the united states you could just stream their stuff or maybe buy it on Bandcamp or whatever it's really if you're into punk music i mean this is your band it's super legit yeah yeah man yeah so the song that i want to spotlight on our mix that's going to be featured as a supplementary episode is the track the price of smokes and as you can imagine they are bitching about the price, the of, price smokes. of
1: smokes going up yeah yeah it's too high it's too high
0: yeah <laughs> go figure <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out, the price of smokes is too high, and the cost keeps on increasing again and again. So the Chats, they're pretty upset about that, so they write the song about that. And even if you don't smoke, I mean, you can just fill in the blank with your advice. Yeah, the price of expensive. food. You know, inflation sucks. I mean, so you can relate suck. to this song. But this is one of those songs where they lyrically just step it up a notch with the last
3: line when they say, Those bastards in Parliament ought to be hung by the necks.
0: <laughs> it's always-welcome dig to the man, right? Yeah. They're just a great punk rock band, and if you like punk rock, you might want to get fucked along with Chats, because inflation sucks and punk rock rules and the Chats rule. Jake, can you give me your number niner record of 2022?
1: I can and I will. Uh, my next one is a band called Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever this band has probably become i I know me too this band has become probably one of my favorite bands like the the last five years another band out of australia Mm -hmm. they put out a record this year called endless rooms they started doing the record there's a lot of this going on you're gonna hear this probably a lot throughout this podcast but the songs were brought together started to come together like during covid but they actually got together and they lived in a secluded house in victoria In Australia And they recorded this record And um, it's really good Like the earlier stuff It's very very kind of Like I want to call it Django pop It does have a little bit Of that go-betweens A little bit of that Flying Nun label Kind of sound to it I feel like this record Is like From each record Like whatever band Should be doing this Like each record Is a little bit of An evolution Right This record is a little bit of uh, Has a bit of a Harder edge to it Than the previous records but it is what it is. If you're a Rolling Blackouts fan, you're not going to be disappointed. They're growing in the way that they should be growing. Absolutely. If you're not a Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever fan, you need to be. You should be. Yeah. They're a great guitar band, and when people say that rock and roll is dead, those people are, are wrong. Yeah. They're like the Rolling Blackouts is proof that guitar rock and roll is not dead. Is not dead. It's alive and well. Um, the new record is called Endless Rooms, and I love even the cover of the record, um, which is like... It's, it's literally A glass house like It's right? a glass house Where they were recording And it was put out By our friends at Sub Pop And I love that Sub Pop Is still so like, Relevant uh, Relevant and essential Like they're putting out Some good shit There's some other Sub, uh, sub Pop stuff coming out That we'll talk about Later on these lists But um, you do need To check this out The record is called Endless Rooms The song that I'm going to use For the uh, mixtape okay. Is called Tidal River 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 yep. it's, Yeah They're an essential great band My next one is a band out of Chicago actually Which is a band called Whitney Yeah And I came across them I was at the Electric Kitsch Which is our record store of choice In Bay City, Michigan
0: Beautiful
3: basic. And I
1: had two records in my hand That I was going to buy And mm-hmm. it was between The Baths Which I've heard really good things about And it's ended up on a lot of year-end lists Or this Whitney record Which is called Spark And I ended up going up with the Whitney record mm-hmm. I bought that And I brought it home and for me one of my listening routine my listening routine is like i will usually listen to a record three or four times and i'll put it away simply because i buy so many records right this record spark by this band whitney is a record that like literally would put on every day for a couple weeks did
0: you not hear them
1: before you bought this record and here's the thing when i started to do some research i found out that the two guys in the band his name is max kakachek and juliet Ehrlich. They were in a band that I used to love called the Smith Westerns. Right. I didn't realize that yeah, when I bought been... it until I started going back and started doing some research.
0: Yeah, kind of underground indie royalty for some yeah.
1: time now. And Colin Omari, who was the original singer for right. that band, yeah. I was also doing solo stuff, which is cool, which I've not heard really much of that. I'm like, and I always loved the Smith Westerns. So that was kind of like a cool, like, little accident. But I love Whitney. They have a kind of almost like a 70s sensibility with kind of some 80s production yeah but we me and my friend alan just went and saw them live yeah at pontiac at the crowfoot a few weeks ago and they kind of have like this whole steely dan thing it's a six piece if there's such a thing as country soul yeah i feel like that's kind of what they do and i was reading this interview with them when they were talking about when they were recording spark that they would record and they would get super high <laughs> and they would like listen to it through like obviously like whatever like the recording the The studio speakers and shit just to see if it hit them and i love that idea of that too but they're super cool like i don't know any i love that the singer sings in a falsetto all the time all the time like when we saw them (laughs) like he never not sang in a falsetto and that's sexy as shit yeah so yeah whitney the band is called whitney the record is called spark the song that i'm going to use for the mixtape is a song called memory yeah and it's a beautiful track Man, but also track. check out real love which is the first single from that record which is just catchy as shit they're just so good and i cannot say enough about how much i love this band so they've got a, an impressive
0: out. back catalog too so if you fall in love with them you better check out some other yeah. shit too they've got a couple great.
1: records of original stuff and they've got a full yep. record of like cover stuff yeah. too which is super cool so they're whitney out of chicago check them out i love them all right you got a couple for me dia yeah i do my
0: number nine record of 2022 is Kendrick Lamar. Right. And uh, this is Mr. Morale and The Big Steppers. And it wasn't a question of whether or not this record would make my top 11 list. It's just, where would it fall? Because as soon as I heard that he was going to be releasing a record this year, I was very excited. I am a fan of Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick is like a bridge for the older hip-hop fans, such as myself, to appreciate how the genre has evolved. Even though we as people have just not really evolved in our musical taste, we've just gotten older and more curmudgeon and shit, right? <laughs> well, so especially me. And I don't listen to a ton of new rap but when I do it's primarily like old school boom bat stuff or older artists that come up with new records or it's dad rap which is considered now a genre (laughs) which is weird yeah it is and weird rap so it's just really weird (laughs) stuff that's typically where I lie I don't listen to a ton of new rap that is mainstream, but Kendrick changed that all for me. There was quite a bit of buzz about him for for years. He's been around for about a decade, putting out records, and I never understood why people liked him so much. Got into some internet conversations with one of our mutual friends, Joe L, LXL Joe, uh, who goes by the rap name of War and Peace, who incidentally Released a solo rap record this year himself, which was good. But I don't have it on vinyl, so. And he's no Kendrick. Because <laughs> I don't think I don't think they even put it on physical. Yeah, it's download only. I believe. Yeah, I think so. But he told me to check out like sit down and listen to the records don't just hear the singles on the radio and say i don't understand why these kids are rapping this way you know he's like actually sit down and listen to the records and i did that and the same was done for me by our friend josh from philly and our friend dj matt rose they all had like similar arguments why i should be able to allow kendrick lamar to come into my sonic life and i took that advice And lo and behold, for the past three or four years or whatever, been a big fan of Kendrick. His albums are typically very deep, and they're very thematic, and uh, they're not always like the easiest to listen, but if you really get into what he's saying and sort of allow yourself to appreciate The beats and stuff that he's putting forth and the raps that he's doing, which he can rap his ass off, clearly. I mean, he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. He's awesome. But uh, this is like thinking man's rap music, right? Right. Or you can just enjoy it for, like, the way it sounds in a club, I guess. I'm not going to take that away from anybody. If you just like loud rap music that sounds cool in your car, then this can work for that This also works, yeah, for for that as well. But you can go a little bit deeper, as I like to do. And it's just a great record. Now, there's a lot of uh, self-reflection in this record, a lot of, you know, I Am Not Your Savior, kind of him being comfortable with the fact that he can't help people out the way that he thought he could earlier on in his career, and there's a lot of mental health awareness and things of that nature, which isn't typical for rap music, but he tackles it in this record. It's definitely worth a listen, and that's why it made my top 11 list. I love it. What's the uh, track that you're going to use for the mix? Uh, The track that I'm going to use for the mix are 22 for 22 mix is a track that is entitled mirror uh, It's the album closer it's a low-key jam and its lyrics about self-preservation as far as one's mental health is concerned uh, not your typical rap song but then again Kendrick he's not your typical rapper
1: so yeah and I'm not obviously I knew how big like butterfly broke like I didn't that win like Grammys and stuff I think it did yeah so I'm not completely familiar with Kendrick Lamar but the song that that you're picking for the mix It's so very like almost like retro 70s soul like not what I would expect from someone who is a hip-hop guy But it's really impressive though. Yeah, like what he does seems super legit. Yeah, and he's got a cool voice Anyway, which is probably one of the
0: reasons that he's one of the best rappers his voice is just so cool Uh, And it translates into sort of talk singing is kind of what he's doing he's more kind of singing on the verses of the song rather than just rapping right. obviously he does have a, like a rap bit in it and he you know blows the doors off it because of he's a great rapper but a lot of this song is sort of like singing and it's really cool to hear that uh, he's awesome Kendrick's cool rap <laughs> music is, is neat <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rap music is me. Uh,
0: my what number eight got? record uh, is the self-titled debut from Wet Leg, perhaps the most oh. buzzed-about release of the year in indie For rock sure. duo. I mean, it's a band that was formed by these two cheeky chicks, uh, Ryan and Hester, but they got bandmates too. I just don't happen to know their names. No, I don't. Uh, on everyone's radar with last year's summer hit Chase Lounge," yeah, uh, a song that, that we l- both love. Speaking Chris of Lisa songs, Case. speaking of
1: songs <laughs> that I listened to like a hundred times like that. I was obsessed with that song. Yeah,
0: I think it was really cool. Yeah, Um, but with so much hype and so much anticipation, this record should be as good as it actually is. Uh, But with time, it's proven that it's got legs. Pun, I guess it's intended, Pun. Uh, I will admit that the release felt a little bit underwhelming with first listen, but it's only because I've heard so many of the songs before because they was, released like, at these least singles, three video right? singles before the record even came out. But with more listens, the highlights uh, more than outnumber the letdowns. This is just a great rock record. It's refreshing, some may say. I'll say that. It is a refreshing I'm gonna say record. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. It'll be cool to see what they do in album number two, too. And that's what's so refreshing about it, right? Because you got this band that made this statement that didn't let down the hype. And, you know, haters be fucked. I don't care what people say. There's some people that aren't going to like this. I just think this was a really, solid effort and I'm excited to see what they do next because they've got more to say yeah I mean, I don't think it's all going to be what they've been saying. This first record is a lot about failed relationships. It's a lot about what it means to be a woman in their age, in the society that they find themselves in. It's a lot about, you know, how men suck. And, and those are the kind of perspectives that I've kind of found myself gravitating towards as I get older, because I've heard everything there is to hear about being a dude and going out oh my to God. get chicks. I
1: can't believe that you just said that, because I was thinking like most of the music, almost like 70% is predominantly female. And at this point in my life, and I don't want to be... I'm not Mr. Woke guy. No. I'm not playing that part, but I feel like I don't give a shit about what guys have to say about anything anymore. Right. There are still some bands that I like that are obviously guys, but I find myself drawn to female artists more than not these days. Right, because they've got something to
0: say in it. And they say it in a way that you can relate to because you're all human beings, right. all right. But we've been sort of conditioned, you know to take on these roles where it wasn't we didn't even understand a lot of the same thing happens when we see a good documentary or whatever right. and we see things from a perspective that we've never even had to consider the same thing happens for me all the time when I listen to these female artists yeah. you know
1: and we talked about this too it's like I feel like with Chase Long and the videos that came before there was before the record even came out there was already a backlash. Yeah, and I'm a member of probably three to four different like Facebook vinyl groups, and people would post a Wet Leg record, and there would be all this like hate towards them. And I'm like, seriously, in 2022, that there are these two women who are like creating this great, fun rock and roll again, rock and roll, not dead, not dead. It's amazing. And Your like, why would dead. you, why would you not embrace? And when you see them live, like any live shit. They're having the time of their life. They're having so much fun. And how do you not fall under that spell? I don't know.
0: I don't either. It was easy for me. Wet
1: leg rule, period.
0: (laughs) Period. So for the mix, I'm going to choose a song. I can't take Chase Lounge because technically that came out last summer. So it wouldn't make sense on a 2022 mix when that came out in the summer of 2021. But the song Angelica... Uh, Did come out in the year 2022, and that song rocks. And lyrically, it's not too deep, all right? But the themes are consistent with the rest of the record. We got going out to parties, not really enjoying the party, fantasizing about zapping everyone at the party with a ray gun, (laughs) wondering why you went to the party, and then trying to do your best with the hand you've been dealt while at the party, maybe I should dance kind of shit. Uh, And if you're into good times, well, this song is a good time. This album is a good time. And this 22 for 22 mixtape that you're going to hear as a supplementary episode containing all these songs is guaranteed to be a good time. Good time had for all.
1: Did they eat the hummus at the
0: party?
3: Hummus at the party? Hummus at the party? It at the party? Mixed one thing weird. to do at the party Spicked a beeline for the food at the party More hummus than I need at the party Mix it with the bully at the party Eat it so fast, people move on past
0: Speak to anybody other than me At me, 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 the party? The party. The party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! The second That's favorite. such an inside joke. Yes, I'm, sorry I'm sorry about that. The second favorite party song is this one. The first one is the <laughs> Aqua song, Party. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that was awesome. Jay, can you give me a couple more records that made your top 11 list of 2022? I can and I
1: will. One of them, it's an old standby. I love this band. I love this band from the beginning. I feel like they've put out one of the greatest debut records of all time in the new millennium. They've continued to put out great records, even though at this point I feel like they're kind of ignored, which is kind of a shame. And that is the band Interpol Interpol They put out a new record this year Called The Other Side of Make-Believe Which right. is fucking amazing mm-hmm. I did have Marauder Marauder came out in 2018 That was also on my top 11 When we did our top 11 in 2018 Interpol is just putting out records that are Interpol mm-hmm. I fucking love that band It's right. a, Again, keep going back to it It's a guitar band They're doing the Interpol thing They do what they do I just feel like I just recently watched Uh
2: Meet the me documentary the,
1: Meet Me in the Bathroom, bathroom. and I had forgotten how much of those like the Strokes and the Rapture and the Yeah 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 and Interpol how much of an integral part they played in like the stuff that I listened to at yeah. that time and Interpol still put out super solid records I still fucking love them and they're pretty amazing they're just an amazing band
0: i didn't even know they had come out with a new record until i saw them on your list and i think that has something to do with like what you said like they're being ignored yeah so essentially if they didn't come into my orbit with a new release it's not i mean i follow people like you and obviously but i mean i also follow a general amount of like normal rock and roll or, or popular music websites and things and it just didn't hit my radar which i think speaks to the fact that people aren't paying attention and they really should be
1: yeah and we talked about this a little bit earlier because we were kind of listening to the records before we started doing the podcast and i feel like everyone's constantly in this day and age of the internet everyone's looking for the new great best thing and there's a band that you're going to talk about later that's also a part of kind of what i'm talking about that, that these bands are almost taken for granted they're not new anymore they're not cool anymore But Interpol, their back catalog is solid. They're just a great fucking band. The new album, like I said, is called Other Side of Make Believe. They're still doing the post punk thing, and I feel like from record to record, again, like every band is doing what they can do. It's like you just tweak the formula a little bit from record to record to you just see a little bit of growth from each record to record. But with an Interpol record, you know what you're gonna get. Right. The song that I'm gonna use for the mixtape is a song called Mr. Credit. It's a great song. It's everything that you know and love about Interpol. And if you don't love Interpol... You can fall in love with them. You can. Or fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> or fuck you. I'm sorry no, I'm sorry that you don't like rock and roll. I'm sorry about that. My next one that I'm going to do is a female artist named Hatchie. Mm-hmm. Also, we're drawn from the Australian well again on this right. one. Her name is Harriet Pilbeam. She goes by the name of Hatchie. She has two LPs. The new record that just came out this year is called giving the world away she's got a record previous to that and an EP before that I got in early on her if you listen to this podcast at all you know that your friend Jay is a huge fan of dream pop slash shoegaze yeah and she does that right and I'm a huge fan of her she put out a record you're again. also
0: a huge fan of Australian babes
1: apparently it, <laughs> it would seem so yeah like yeah for sure <laughs> But yeah, she put out a record this year uh, that's called Giving the World Away. It was produced with her husband. His name is uh, Joe Aglis, who also is in a band whose name I completely cannot remember right now. But I feel like her earlier stuff is most certainly a dream pop, like shoegaze kind of thing. She actually got uh, involved with Dan Negro, who is a producer, songwriter as well, who is mostly known, like, and you know me, we've talked about Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. I love her. He was like the co-producer of Sour mm-hmm. with Olivia Rodrigo, but he's also worked with Carly Ray Jepsen and Kylie Minogue. So you can tell she was kind of going for like a commercial, almost a kind of a dance vibe. So it, and the record does have that. It does. But it also still rooted deeply in her dream pop shoegaze DNA. Like it's a nice growth. It feels like she's kind of going for a commercial thing, but not in a bad way whatsoever. Right. She also, there's some songs that are also co-written by Jorge Elbrick, who worked with Japanese Breakfast Sweet. on this record, too. Sweet. So it's most certainly like more of a commercial sound than her earlier record and her earlier EP, but not for the worse. No. Like, like sometimes the you can tell them going for the sellout kind of thing, but this is not the case in this record. No, and not at all. So if you're a fan of Shoegaze and Dream Pop, with a little bit more of a dancey vibe to it, you should probably check out um, the new Hatchy record again, called Giving the World Away." The song that I'm going to use for the mix is a song called "Quicksand." Yeah, we t- we kind of talked about this. Like, I feel like I lost my like like I feel like I should have been like an A guy. Like, I feel like yeah. I didn't know that a lot of these videos existed as singles until I started sending them to you. In a more perfect world, in a more perfect top forty world, yeah. uh, "Quicksand" would be a hit.
0: Yep, yep, it definitely will. This sounds like a hit, and it's yeah. it's a hit that I can even fuck with. I'm not particularly a fan of you know new pop music or dance music or whatever but this song hits me and it gets me in the mood yeah it's a hit the floor it's fucking cool
1: yeah so check out the Hatchy giving the world away the song is quicksand right on give me a couple two more
0: we're going to talk about another legacy band as you spoke about earlier we're going to talk about the yeah 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 and their new release cool
1: it down speaking of that meet me in the bathroom yeah era of new york rock
0: and roll this is a nice release from a legendary band nick and brian and karen O have been around for 20 plus years as of right now that's kind of mind-blowing yeah they may have released the song of the year and spitting off the edge of the world which was included on one of our bonus mixes by our friend michael a from flint that tune is a collaboration with perfume genius who also rules and had an excellent release in 2022 as well yep uh, but the yeah, yeah, yeahs have given their fans something here. I listen to it. I just really like it. I don't think the critics agree necessarily. I haven't seen a ton of great reviews around haven't seen any reviews. this record because it's only it's 10 tracks. It's almost like it's been ignored. Yeah, it's almost. only a half an hour. kind of flies under the radar. But give it a listen and decide for yourself because that's why we're here. I'm going to tell you as Dion that I like the record. <laughs> Maybe you should check it out and decide for yourself if you like the record. I just like the vibe of these tracks individually all the way to the last spoken word bit that closes out the record, that seems to be influenced by who she influenced, which is Japanese breakfast. So I love the fact that there's that kind of give and take between like a mentor and a student. I know how influential Karen O was to newer artists that I've fallen in love with, artists like the Phoebe Bridgers or the Japanese breakfast, et cetera, et cetera. So perhaps I'm a little more easily impressed now than I would have been like if I did not love those other artists that she influenced, but it doesn't really matter she's my number seven record of the year or the yeah yeah yeah's number seven record and this is their record the first
1: record in like what seven years nine years nine years right yeah that's crazy and yeah. this is a band that is not to be ignored they're as great now as they were then
0: right yeah and they're gonna do their own thing like you said in a perfect world there would be more guitar on these records they've obviously went away from that yeah. right yeah. but I'm it's huge, still there yeah, themselves a huge Nick Zinner fan yeah.
1: as a guitar player but they're doing their thing like I said like Radiohead we talked about Johnny Greenwood kind of yeah. getting away from the guitar part they're just evolving, but it's for the best. Yeah. 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 So the track that I'm going to use
0: for the mix is going to be Burning, and it is a burner. It should fit in that mix real nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. on. Right. My number six record of 2022 is a band called Say She. She. That's Say, She, She, and the album's called Prism. This is my new favorite band
1: of the year, emerging artist, and if I'm you And i just to say this, of all the shit that I did not know already previously, right. this is my favorite new thing that I've discovered via you. Yay! Yes. That yeah, tickles love, me. I love it. It tickles me, really, truly. This is their debut LP.
0: They're a seven-piece neo-soul slash vocal pop slash psychedelic disco. It's a lot of slashes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't really <laughs> pin them down. No, you can't. Uh, <laughs> Currently based out of Brooklyn. Uh, they have three leading ladies here, three leading vocalists, one Brit, two Americans, also American dudes on the drums, keys, guitar and bass. This album is short but it is definitely sweet. They released it on Coal Mine Records yeah, which I'm is sure. a fantastic you label. not that. Like, yeah.
1: like super like hardcore yeah. like 70s soul bass. Right. That's, yeah. They're an
0: indie neo-soul artist label yeah. but they also dabble in archival preservation of like lost soul artists. Right. So some reissues of Rare Stuff much like our friends at Light in the Attic would do. Very cool shit coming out of the coal mine records label based in loveland ohio check them out online they got a cool site they got cool deals they got a cool record store connected to their place it's, it's just love a really cool Land, place ohio love, Land, love ohio. is
1: right in the is right in the title <laughs> You're gonna love love Land, it. ohio
0: as far as the record is concerned these girls can really sing they've yeah. got some vocal chops lyrically it's well done as well the band is incredible only eight cuts is kind of a bummer but they are releasing singles constantly and all of the singles they have released that did not make this album, on their own, they kick ass. I'm really excited to see what this band will do as they continue on. They've got a really cool vibe. It's super groovy. The sky's the limit, yep. bud. Yep. The sky's really the limit. Yep.
1: Okay, so for the mixtape, what track are you going to use The song for, for the, the mixtape? Mix
0: yeah, it's going to be the title, Track Prism, and it's just a really great... Kinda has a girl group feel to it, kinda has it really like r and B feel to it back in its heyday. It's just a really sweet cut. It sounds awesome. The instrumentation, top-notch. I really love these girls and I love their vocals. The way they sing together, the harmonies, amazing. Check it out. Prism by the group Say She She. <laughs> <laughs> jay give me some couple more records
3: dude all right
1: well my next one is from swedish indie pop band out of stockholm hence swedish yep called the shout out louds yeah i came across these guys there's a magazine called the big takeover which is a huge like geeky music magazine but way back in the day they had like a email like a message board whatever you would call that back in the day And somebody had was talking about a band called The Shout Out Louds. And I was intrigued because I just love that name. Yeah. And they said, Oh, there's a Swedish pop band. I'm like, oh, Swedish pop, I love abba I love all those Swedish pop bands. (laughs) So I just checked them out and I became a fan instantly. And again, going back to me and my friend Alan saw them many, many years ago in Detroit. They're incredible. They're a super cool indie pop band. They have a new record that's out called House. It's been a few years since they put out a new record. It's just you know, they there's something about what the Swedes do with there is a streaming show called This Is Pop, which is on Netflix and each episode is like focused on a specific area of pop music and they actually do a whole episode of Swedish pop. And the shout out louds do not disappoint in that realm. It's just like this gorgeous, sumptuous, all these like super great Melodies, what they do is amazing. This is their sixth full length. They've consistently put out like great indie pop records, and what Shoutlaws does is indie pop at its finest. The new record is actually produced by Bjorn, I don't even say his name, (laughs) Yiddling. Who is more well known for being in the band Peter, Bjorn, and John, yeah. who had a hit a few years ago that with the whistling. I don't even know what the song is called, but it had all the whistling in it. It one all of the those whistling, whistling songs.
0: It's one of the whistle songs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're a fan of indie pop, just gorgeous melodies, shout out louds, they just always bring it every single time.
0: What about the song for the mixtape, The song I'm
1: going to use for the mixtape is a song, which is great, which is a great title, which is kind of a cliche, but it's also awesome called high as a kite yeah this shit is just catchy and it just gets you and you need, to end you need it in your life you need it in your life need it in your life yeah so you got I another do. one for me i do have one more for you the next one this one was kind of a surprise for me like i knew it was going to be good but i didn't realize how much i was going to love it the, the project is called julia julia yeah and the name of the record is called
0: derealization I just want to say, since you said it about one of mine, I'll say this about one of yours. This is the one of your picks that I just was like blown away by. This is an amazing
1: record. Yeah. Julia Julia is basically, it's the project by a woman named Julia Kugel, who is a member of one of my other favorite kind of post-punk bands called The Coat Hangers, which we've talked about on this podcast before. I
0: think they were on the first mixtape we ever did.
1: Yeah, She also has like like another side project with her husband called Soft Palms. But this is her first legit solo record. It's called Derealization. I had to look it up. The definition of derealization is feelings of being alienated or unfamiliar with your surroundings, living in a movie slash dream, Whoa. or people that you care about being like blocked out by like a glass wall. Wow, it's about isolation as a general rule. Wow, we're improving
0: our vocabulary a here little bit. On yeah, yeah. Lightning yeah. Looks Radio for sure. <laughs>
1: for sure. <laughs> And I feel like that's what this record feels like to me. It feels like there's that moment when you're kind of half awake and you're kind of moving towards sleep. yeah and there's that weird little moment before in between the two. and I feel like this record feels like that yeah. for me. The record itself, as far as like the music, is very kind of minimal. Some of it's kind of like folk pop. There's some spaghetti western stuff, but it's very sparse and even the lyrics are kind of almost minimal too like there's a lot of space in the music there's a lot of reverb yeah it's kind of a journey this whole record is a little bit of a journey
0: it is definitely dreamy and it's amazing that when you sort of like listen to it and try to pick out the different parts you're like how does this sound so full with so few parts yeah but they do it they figure out a way to do it it might be in the effects and it might be in the way the thing is mixed I don't know the secret. I'm not a record producer, but whatever they did, they did it right because yeah. this fucker sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, and I'm a sucker for like bands like with some like cowboy jumpies and stuff, bands like that where there's a lot of space in the music and you can hear that space and it's like heavy. Yeah. It's heavy in the sense like it shouldn't be, but I don't even know how to explain it. It's kind of fucking magical. Yeah. It's kind of magical. it got some
0: dust in it, man. Yeah. It's, it's
1: not just fuzz, it's
0: not just hiss there's something else there
1: exactly there's there's
0: the heaviness of the room it's fucking incredible so
1: the record is julia julia the name of the record is derealization mm-hmm. the track that i'm going to use for the mix is called where have you been yeah it's so good it's so <laughs> it's so, good. <laughs> so, good. so good i fucking love it she's awesome like yeah. I, yeah I love all of it and you do need to check it out it's like otherworldly it's ethereal It's so nice. Yeah. What a great album. It It is. I'm looking forward to more from that specific project. I know. I almost, like, as much as I love the coat hangers, and I do, I kind of want to hear more stuff from her. Yeah. 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 All right. So, DM, what do you got next? What is your next two entries into the best records of 2022? I'm going to talk about an album, Into the Blue,
0: by a group called Broken Bells. Broken Bells uh, consists of James Mercer of Shin's fame and Brian Burton, a.k.a. Danger Mouse, who is like he's a producer a musician he's been involved in a ton of shit right he produces a lot of bands he was like a member of the red hot chili peppers for a couple records he was a member of the black keys for a couple records and he's done a billion things with a billion rappers and a billion other artists this is one of his groups one of his side projects that he's had with mercer this is their third record um, it's the
1: third. Yeah. I thought it was only the second. No, nope, it's the
0: third, wow. and it may be their best. And if you liked them in the past, you'll like them now. <laughs> and if you've never checked them out, give them a chance because Dion says they rule, and you should just try it out. You for should size. agree, yeah. especially if you like psychedelic soul or prog rock, because those genres kind of collide for the most of this record. But there's also some hip hop elements in there, which is to be expected with Danger Mouse. But what's neat is that I can hear all these different eras of all these different genres represented. For example, I can hear the 70s in there, I can hear the 80s, and I can hear the early aughts. Like I can hear all those specific eras of the genres that they typically dabble in, and I think this record is really great. It should be noted that I am not necessarily the greatest fan, nor are you, of The Shins. No, not um, at all. And a lot of that, for me, has to do with Mercer's vocals. They're not weird, but they are kind of awkward. And with the Shins, like, that music, I don't know. They're just a strange band. I don't think they suck. Whatever the, the last the record is,
1: like, for me, the Shins, like, I, I have friends who are big Shins fans. For me, it was, like, whatever the last Shins record was, they also put, like, an alternate, like, electronic, I can't remember what the name of the record is now, this electronic but did, like,
0: this special thick mix. version yeah. of
1: it where I actually went backwards and that's where i kind of i fell in love with that record and i fell in love with danger mouse and someone told me that well if you like that you should need to check out the broken bell stuff and i did i have the one record by them that i really love
0: right so i I
1: didn't know they had three
0: yep lyrically it's very clever his vocals like i said they're great with that weird voice i think the palette that's designed by danger mouse it, it just works so well with his voice it's like that whole aspect of him having a weird voice that kind of rubbed me the wrong way with some Shin's record just doesn't exist at all. These these are perfect for his voice. Uh, on the record, it seems like his vocals fit 100%, and I like it I like it a lot uh, on the mix. The prettiest of the album's cuts, in my humble opinion, is Love on the Run. That's the one we're going to throw on the mixtape. It's a longer song, uh, but it doesn't really feel long. It's got that late 70s pop vibe vocally, and it's just a quality cut from Broken Bells. You should check it out.
1: It also has like a bit of a 70s soul vibe, which yeah. I'm all about again when i remember listening to this when you sent it to me i'm like this is amazing like it really is a great beautiful
0: song song. yeah it's pretty yeah it's pretty yep my number four record of 2022 is from our friend kurt vile uh, the record is called Watch by Moves, stylized in parentheses, and I love me some Kurt Vile. I have for a long time. He's formerly Matador Records, Stoner Psych poster child, but he's got a new deal with Verve Records, which is weird because Verve is, is like, Verve? yeah, it's like a jazz label, I did not right? Know that. A very distinguished jazz label. That. That's awesome. Now releasing Kurt Vile shit. That's cool. And this is his ninth, I think, official solo LP. But he's also got a few collaborations and a handful of EPs as well. So this guy is very, very prolific. This record, Watch My Move, it's rad. Kurt Vile is at his best when he's writing and performing the ultimate road trip song. That's the way I feel when I listen to Kurt Vile tracks. I feel like I should be in a car going somewhere, and this is my soundtrack. Uh, his tracks are always moving, it seems, and lyrically, it's a lot of stream of consciousness shit. It's not too deep, but it's... I don't know how to explain it, like, it's not because he's lazy. It works. Every time that he comes up with these lyrics, it works. Sometimes they're in real time. Sometimes he's breaking the fourth wall. Just for an example, he'll have a line in the middle of a song that'll be like, I think I'm going to go chug me some beer and listen to some Neil Young. <laughs> Things of that nature where he's just like throwing out this idea and it works within the context of the song, even though it shouldn't. I fucking love his shit. He's so good at that. Kurt Vile is easily one of my favorite artists in the last 10 years i was so excited for this record to come out and it certainly didn't disappoint you should check out kurt vile shit too and if you like it if you like that kind of hippie vibe that he's got that kind of hippie skater stoner vibe check out his back catalog i can guarantee you you won't be disappointed and you may be even a little bit surprised because he has kind of evolved to where he's at from
1: being a more acoustic singer-songwriter in the past and he's, that shit's very good as well he's one of those guys for me too like like a lot of people approach me about kind of my voice because like, he's got so much stuff out that's almost right. overwhelming like where do you jump in but listening to the track that you picked out for the mixtape I was completely enthralled by that. Yeah, this is very fucking cool.
0: The way he does things, there's humor in his vocals and stuff, but it's not ha 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 funny. Like, they're not jokes. It's just funny on how he can celebrate and like vocalize like as he narrates his mundane existence i mean he's just really talented in that regard the song that i'm going to put on the mixtape is a song entitled faux show and it's got this great synthy earthy intro and it's got these killer guitar riffs and it's some of those classic kurt vile lyrics at one point he exclaims i think it's gonna be another long song it's a bit of
1: a stoner vibe (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. uh kind of narrating in real time and it doesn't end up being a particularly long song so i don't know where he was going with that but it's just got that vibe to it it's just really cool you should check them out if you haven't already kurt vile my number
1: four record of 2022 jay top three i'll do my top two i'll do two more you'll do two more and then we'll do our number ones okay want to do that okay so everything up to this point has been top eleven. It is great stuff. My top three is my top three. Right. This is the serious shit. My number three is a band called Mama. It's a group out of New York. Is it Mama
0: M-O-M-M-A or M-A-M-A? M O M M A. Okay, Mama.
1: Allegra Weingarten and Edda Friedman are the two main like, two pillars of this band. This year was the first time I'd ever heard of them. They have this is their third actually full length, and they've got I think an EP out too. The record from this year is uh, called Household Name, yeah, which is pretty great because I feel like I was reading some interviews and stuff with them where they were talking about they were shooting for like arena rock, <laughs> like they <laughs> they know they're not going to get it, yeah. but they're shooting for it, and and the name Household Name is right in there. It's like big riffs. They definitely are of the '90s. Oh, like, yeah. they feel like there's a bit of a kind of lackadaisical not lackadaisical but like super low-key vocals that like kind of juliana hatfield has there's kind of a breeder's thing the song that i'm going to use for the mixtape is a song called speeding 72 which has this snaky guitar thing that would have been not out of place on the first couple of smashing pumpkins records i don't know how these girls who are that young have totally absorbed that yeah. 90s alt rock, that yeah. shiny... How
0: did have you even had time to get into Corrigan? Yeah. What, what are you, I, 20 I, or yeah, whatever? Yeah, I don't on.
1: know. They're very young. I don't even know how old they are. And uh, this record is pretty amazing. And it's, it's Again, if you're a fan of the 90s, even the t-shirts in there's a Speeding 72 video where the one girl's wearing a Sonic Youth yeah. t-shirt, the guy <laughs> who plays guitar is wearing like a Seam t-shirt. It's very, very 90s. But it's so cool like yeah. I love this band so much and I'm gonna say I've been obsessed with this song Speeding 72 I watch it every day like the video, five times yeah. in a row every single day and we were talking about this earlier tonight and I was talking to a friend of mine about this too like I was like wondering like back when we were younger when you couldn't get into the bars you were 19 18 19 20 we would just fill up our car with gas and we would just drive somewhere. Right. We would drive to Standish. We would drive to Tawas. Right. We would drive to Midland. We would have our radio on. We would talk to deep heavy shit. Mm-hmm. And like I just wondered if kids still do that. And then I see this video for Speeding 72, and it's these two girls and this guy and they have fucking big gulps and they're just fucking driving <laughs> around. Yeah. And it just warms my heart to know that kids are still like trying to escape with yeah. a tank full of gas. Yeah, and
0: some of the lines in that song. Like where they say, "Ah, I wonder if there's a show there when they get there. Like it's just so cool that they're literally driving around looking for something to do. And it's the trip, which is the trip, right? Yeah, and
1: even on the cover, it's this blurry picture of a car. But like the whole thing is like, I'll show you how to clean your head. So come and take a chance. Speeding 72, we're faster getting nowhere. Baby, we could go there. It's all about like... That freedom that you have with a tank full of gas in an automobile. Yeah. Which is fucking cool. The rest of the record, they're, yeah, they're going for arena rock, which is awesome. The <laughs> riffs are super catchy, but it is firmly tongue in cheek. They're certainly not taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. But God, the record delivers hardcore. Yeah. And so, it's obvious to use this record for the mix, but I don't care. I'm going to use it anyway because I'm obsessed with it, and the song I'm going to use for the mix is Speeding 72. That's fucking cool Red, record. It's a great I song. I fucking love You're going to love it. It is so good. My second one actually was initially when we first got together, me and Deanna were talking about doing our best. I said, well, here's my record of the year. So I'm just going to say that my second record almost was the record of the year but because there was a record that I was waiting for that actually I did get, it got put down
3: to number two.
1: Oh, she got bumped. And that would be the new record from Wise Blood, which is called In the Darkness, Hearts Aglow. Wise Blood is essentially, uh, her name is Natalie Mehring. This is her fifth record. I kind of came in on her like a lot of people did with "Raise the Titanic" from that was 2019, last record, wasn't it? which actually made my yeah, it was her last record, which actually made my year-end best list when we did it in 2019. As soon as I put it on, like my again, my musical how I listen to music, I will buy a record, I'll listen to it two or three times, three or four times, and I'll put it away because I have so much to listen to. "Wise Blood" was also another record that I would just put on every day yeah. for like two weeks. What Natalie does is pretty amazing Like, I feel like, I'm going to get a little bit personal here I feel like a lot of us are living with kind of like the post-COVID hangover And I am one of those I'm going to say that 2022 was kind of a lonely year for me I had a hard time psychologically And I know a lot of people have We were kind of talking about this earlier too When you have like Charlemagne, the God Talking about mental health, is health I feel like this record was kind of like a bomb to my heart and to my soul this was a hard year for me i don't want to keep going into it the very first song is called it's not just me it's everybody and she's talking about how she's at a party and she's like everyone knows me but do they really know me you still feel like a ghost there's this kind of isolation feel this post-covid isolation feeling and then you realize too that everyone feels this way right everyone feels like no one really knows them and that song really hit me hard from the very beginning it hit me super hard it made me like putting this on made me feel it's not a party record it's not a feel-good record but there is a certain amount of quiet optimism to this record she does this kind of like chamber pop kind of psych folk thing it does have a 70s feel to it and I don't I'm not saying that she sounds like these artists but it fits in a universe where Joni Mitchell and Laura Absol- Nero yeah. the arrangements are ornate there's a lot of strings it's very like again, very chamber poppy even her voice and again I'm not saying she sounds like this singer but there's a certain amount of sadness in her voice that reminds me of Karen Carpenter right I can't even listen to the Carpenters as much as I love them because her voice is so sad and I feel that way with Natalie's voice too. Again, it's not a feel good record, but like God, when you put it on at two o'clock in the morning, it hits you just right. It does. It just feels good. I can't say enough about this record. Like it's pretty amazing. The song that I'm going to use for the mixtape is not It's not just me, it's everybody. It's a track called Children of the Empire. Yeah. It feels timeless in it a is. way. And I don't even know how to explain it, but it's a great fucking record.
0: It's a wonderful song. It's, it's beautifully done. I can't believe that people are able to achieve this level of artistry in their work when I'm thinking about what must go into making a record and for her to have this vision realized and then I actually put it, like I mean it starts obviously in most cases on paper words on paper, notes on paper whatever, like to get to the point where she brings it with a finished song it's just amazing, it's beautiful and it is emotional and there are some chord changes and things of that nature which I really love, it sort of makes you towards the end of the song, this is kind of desperate, there's a lot of despair in the vocals
1: or whatever but
0: like it ends with hope and that's amazing
1: there is that quiet optimism and i feel like in this day and age with social media all this stuff that connects us to each other that we're still so isolated from each other at the same time it just really hits a note for me and i i can't say enough about how much i love this record that's a good one yeah So that was my number three and my number two. Right. Before we get to your number one, what's your number two and number three? My number three record of 2022
0: comes from Alex G, and it's a record entitled God Save the Animals. Alexander Jean Scully, or Alex G, and for a period of time he went by Sandy, in parentheses, Alex G, but has since recently dropped that moniker for whatever reason I couldn't figure it out. But he is an indie artist, and I mean super indie singer songwriter uh kind of lo-fi bedroom folkster very visible in the diy scene both in terms of touring and recording for nearly a decade now there is a good chance that alex g has played a show somewhere in your neighborhood that's how often this guy got out i know he played somewhere in uh, bay city within the last five years really uh, yeah not with us but with uh are you kidding no no he was in uh, like the counterculture kids had him oh, had a couple no of idea. times yeah he's from pennsylvania This is his ninth studio record, so he's very prolific. But it's the first one that has been recorded, at least in part, in an actual studio. And you can kind of tell it has a lot less lo-fi feel than his previous works, but it doesn't lose that slacker rock vibe. It still feels genuine to what he does. And what he does is write songs featuring awesome melodies, but production-wise, there is an edge to it, a bit of fuzz, some hiss. Uh, Think an Elliott Smith or a Built to Spill, or even a Microphone type vibe that he's got. You know, fans of early 2000s sub-pop shit or K-record stuff or even fans of like Pavement from way back in the day will likely be comfortable with Alex G's tunes. That's kind of where he fits into things. This record uh, is his first to really reel me in. I put it on a lot since I picked it up. Uh, He's working with a gentleman named Jacob Portrait who helped him produce this record, helped him get into a studio. Jacob is uh, best known for his work in a band called Unknown Mortal Orchestra which is another uh, worthwhile band. If you have time, check them out as well. But this is really cool to hear Alex so comfortable bringing his sound out of the bedroom, a little bit into the studio. And then you can hear him sort of experimenting with more things, especially vocally. There's some distorted vocals in here. Still melodic, just a little bit fuzzed out. There's also some tasteful use of auto-tune. And lyrically, this guy uh, has always really been able to deliver, this is no different. Simple yet stunning. He's gifted with putting words together and uh his songs are just pretty amazing
1: and i just came across him too because i uh 2020 there was a movie called shithouse yeah that i just saw for the first time this year and i was completely blown away by the soundtrack the grip movie is great too if you've not seen it it's a college film guy going to college but literally like a few days ago I was listening to the Shit House soundtrack and there's an alex g song oh, on cool. there which is one of my favorite songs on the record but I'm also again I'm enough of a music geek where I subscribe to a lot of YouTube channels where people are talking about the records that they buy, and there's a couple of like younger girls who are probably with between 18 and 22. And that Alex G. record has showed up on both of those, and I feel like I really need to double deeper
0: into his stuff. Yeah, It's an excellent record, and the track that I'm going to include on the mixtape is called Miracles. It's an excellent folky slow burner with incredible lyrics. Just an example, he sings, I have fears that are not addressed, he says some things from my past to make me feel powerless baby i pray for the sinners and the children and the animals too and i i pray for you it's just very delicate very wholesome very solid words with a great vocal delivery i love the way the drums sound on the track it's just a really really cool cut that would be alex g from his excellent album that ends up being number three on my list for 2022 releases. All right,
1: moving up. What's your number two?
0: My number two record of 2022 is another rap record. It is Denzel Curry. The album is entitled Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. My mainstream rap release of the year right here, folks. He's a South Florida MC. This is his fifth LP, and it's my favorite to date. This album seems to me, and in interviews he stated as much, to be all about himself. The theme of self-acceptance and his beats are inventive, they're well-produced, and there are some bangers on here. This isn't like a Kendrick record. There's some club hits on here, but at least lyrically, uh, I really enjoy how easy it was for me to accept this and appreciate these songs even though they're more on trend as far as modern rap is concerned this isn't weird rap this isn't dad rap this is rap rap modern day rap rap but i can still get into it i can still fuck with it it makes me feel alive i tell you it's pretty cool as i've stated before when we spoke about kendrick lamar new rap misses me a lot of the time but this didn't miss this hit a bullseye with me there's very like, few rappers that I follow that have seen mainstream successes. I do like Tyler Creator, I like J. Cole, maybe like a Childish Gambino or Chance the Rapper. MCs who tend to be like more artistic in their approach, more lyrical, more cerebral, I guess, and getting maybe closer to the weird rap side of things that I can appreciate. Uh, but now you can add Denzel to that list. It's sonically similar to the shit that you'd hear on Rap Nation, but Denzel throws just enough old school references into his bars that my old old white ass can be like i get what you're saying bro i'm on your level i i'm totally with you Denzel. i like this record a whole lot it was on my Spotify wrapped. It was the top album that I listened to. Sure. Um, but that's because it took so long to come out on vinyl. I was lucky enough a couple months ago to secure that vinyl record at Electric Kitch, our record store of choice in beautiful Bay City, Michigan, so it can make my list. But before that, I was even fucking with it on the Spotify and whatnot. So uh, it's just a cool album and the choice cut that I want to put on the mix is I think this was the single off the record. It's called "Walking." It's a mid-tempo song built over a vocal loop. This track is. Really addictive I especially like how the drums And the beats switch up Halfway through the track And I love that there's A De La Soul reference in it And I think his bars are top notch It's just a great song Dude can rap his ass off Check out Denzel Curry If you haven't yet And you want to Dip your toe into Modern mainstream hip hop Okay? Yeah That's my number two And my number three Jay This is it This is it
1: This is what this whole thing's about This is us on the end zone Picking our favorite records of the year Right
0: So Jay Can you Show the people in Podcast America, share with them your
1: number one album of yeah, 2022. Yeah, I will show them, but I will tell them. My number one record it initially was Wise Blood. It's funny. When we first started talking about this, I told Deanne, I'm like, this is the Wise Blood record, and In the Darkness, Hearts of Glow. That's my record of the year. Unless I ordered this record from this artist, like probably, God, I want to say so early this year and with all of the vinyl back up with all of like the, the supply chain the issues, supply chain that that issues and stuff going on i wasn't sure it was supposed to initially supposed to come out the end of september and it got pushed back and pushed back and pushed back so i'm building up to the fact that My artist of the year My record of the year is by a band called Winter Winter Not to be confused with the Metal Doom Band from New York City No, not that No, not that band at all And the record is called What Kind of Blue Are You What Kind of Blue Are You And again, we've already talked about this I am a huge fan of the Dream Pop And I'm a big fan of the Shoegaze Weird And as far as like new stuff goes Samira Winter is her name she's brazilian born brazilian but is based out of i believe los angeles she is my favorite purveyor of dream pop shoegaze at the moment it's pretty um, amazing we've heard her before on yes. Lightning Wings radio yeah the, her last record was was one of my top year end lists. i can't remember what the year it was but this is her fourth full length her second on uh, barnon records she had a couple on like, smaller labels she's got some eps out this was actually my most anticipated record of the year. I was super looking forward to this. It's nothing ground... It, here's the thing, I don't want to say it's not groundbreaking. If you like shoegaze and you like dream pop, you do need to check out the winter stuff. This record is kind of different in the sense that she's got a couple collaborations here that are pretty cool. She does a song with Sasami, who I was introduced to because she was a keyboard player for um, Cherry Glazer. And I also saw Sasami open up for Haim this year, one awesome. of the few shows that I, a handful of shows that I saw this year. But she also has a song called um, Atonement that she wrote, uh, co-wrote with Hatchie. So mm-hmm. we're coming full oh. circle here. Oh. So it was co-written by her hey. husband, Joe Aguias, and Hatchie, which is Henrietta Pillbeam. And so there's a couple like, special guests on this. Mostly, all the instruments are played by her and her producer, who's uh, I don't I don't even know if it's a woman or a man named Juju Ashworth. I have no idea who that is. But Juju's got the juice. But Juju has the juice, and um, it's just it's just beautiful. It's it's ethereal. It's like the shimmering guitars, the distorted guitars, um, the vocals a little bit feeling like Liz Fraser from Kaktu Twins. All the things that you love about Shoegaze is here. I was reading some interviews with her where she was talking about how this record was also influenced by the band called The Sundays, who came out in the 90s. They put out a few records. They had a hit, kind of a semi 120 minutes hit called This Is Where the Story Ends. I think that's what the track was called. The music is very Smith's ish, but the vocals, again, also very kind of Liz Frazier, Cocktoo Twins. Beautiful band, The Sundays. If you don't know anything about The Sundays, you should also check them out too. I check them out. They are fucking amazing, but she was talking about how this record was influenced by that band as well, too, and you could kind of hear that. And again, you kind of know what you're going to get when you get a winner record. It's just this, again, beautiful, majestic, noisy, yet ethereal, yet soft, yet loud and hard and distorted all at the same time. I cannot say enough about this. I cannot say enough about Winter. I cannot say enough about uh, What Kind of Blue Are You? The song that I'm going to use for the the mix is a song called Write It Out, R-I-T-E, Write It Out. Just phenomenal. If that's your game, I, I cannot, again, say enough great things about her. Samara Winter, she's awesome.
0: Yeah, I was really impressed with this one as well, and she was brought to my attention. I remember it was a couple of years ago, I think, that you put her on the best of maybe 2020, but, man, this is just a she doesn't disappoint so to be able to have that bar like this is my number one record unless you know this one comes through i was it waiting did, for it, it was yeah. it was
1: awesome she's awesome easily my favorite shoegaze of like the new shoegaze bands my favorite of that genre right now so winner number it's one a winner 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 chicken dinner <laughs> as it says yeah. all right Dion. so this is big yeah big drum roll shit yeah. big Not drum roll. number Well, oh, that's good
0: you know who I am, if you know who Dion is, this is no surprise, my number one record of the year is Big Thief. <laughs> Dragon New War Mountain, I believe in you. That is Dragon New War Mountain. I believe in wow. you. I am a huge fanboy of Big Thief. I am a huge fanboy of all of their members' solo projects. This is a big undertaking, this record. It's 20 tracks, it's a double album, spans over 80 minutes sprawling. But honestly, it's an indie folk masterpiece. In my heart, I know it. In my brain, I know it. In my ears, I definitely know it. I can feel it. In my plums.
3: I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them. Fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. All the school children are lining up to put them in the sack lunches. Hey, that plum looks good. You got to trade it for your Twinkie? No, these are my plums. I want to bite into that plum and let the juice spill down my chin. You know what I mean?
0: In my plums, I feel this record is awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it front to back. I don't know how they keep doing this, how Adrian Lenker keeps writing these simple yet somehow original lyrics. The vibe is consistent, even when the songs differ wildly. track to track from modern indie pop to bluegrass to acoustic folk it's a very comfortable and in some instances like this meditative listen like I can put this record on and I could just be in a trance it's just a beautiful album so casually beautiful so fun but if you don't have an hour and a half to digest like the entire sonic adventure you know just take a serving off the side because all of these songs can stand on their own that's how good this record is this band is brilliant i was lucky enough to see them live with our good friend don he twisted my arm and he dragged me along to I see them he did too by the way you were like if you don't go to that i'm gonna You're kick your dust. ass <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome the entire room royal Oak music theater was all like taken on this journey and we were all into it we were all fully vested the fan base of this band is special you can feel it when you get into the room there's no half-assery either in or you're out yeah and everybody there was in and it was just a beautiful experience it was one of the best shows uh definitely the best one i've seen this year probably one of the best shows that i've ever been to ever they're just total pros this record kicks serious ass this band big thief no stranger to my best of lists they make it just about every release they have but this placement on my list as the top album of the year it's so well deserved i've listened to it a billion times they rule And the track for the mix, we could literally like populate a wheel with all the song titles, like Price is Right, spin that fucker, let it land where it lands, and just put that thing on the mix. But the one that I'm gonna pick is, literally, the first song you hear, it's the album opener. It's a beautiful song called Change, lyrically simple, yet again somehow not predictable. The way she figures out how to say things that we've all thought, in terms that are so clear and concise just amazes me. Yeah, she weaves wondrous. these words yeah. into the fabric of these songs. and these, It's like a blanket. I want to keep myself warm, wrap myself up in it. I'm comfortable. I'm safe. Big Thief is the shit, son. They the shit. I love them. You should love them, too. That's my number one album of the year. It's Big Thief. That is awesome. Surprise, surprise.
1: So, yeah. if you're a follower of this podcast at all, you know, you know. there is a mixtape coming up. And usually it happens like
0: right now, but, but since what we did, yeah. yeah for so long we have to put it as a standalone mix mix, what's going to be a little bit different this year as I've stated before in this episode I do a side Jay does a side so it's going to be side A Dion side 2 J we decided the order of these tracks and as luck would have it and it took a little bit of editing on my part, but not too much. This is a complete 90-minute mix. So it's 45 minutes on side A, 45 minutes on side B. It's like you were receiving this from one of your best friends, and it's chock full of the greatest music, 22 tracks for 2022. Suffice it to say, it's fucking wall-to-wall cramped full of great shit. Yeah, I love it. We don't
1: waste one second. Nope. Are you ready for it? Is it coming up?
0: Well, it's not coming up right now, but it's another episode. It's oh, the that's next right. Episode. We can't do that. I just went over that, but it's cool. It's- <laughs> That's you okay. don't understand how it I'm works. I'm
1: tired, and it's <laughs> fine. It's fine.
0: <laughs> so I guess that's it. I guess we're going to, um, like I said, we will be back in January with another episode. It's going to be the leftovers. It's going to be albums that didn't quite make it for whatever reason. Whatever we didn't. reason,
1: yep. And then we'll do another legit episode. We're going to do our alphabetic episode. We'll do letter F. And then we'll jump back into the bonus episodes after that. Correct. I believe. Yeah. Um, so again, as always, I mean, a Merry Christmas, a happy new year. Thank you for hanging out with us. This if marks you, like
0: the fifth technical season. This is crazy to me of Lightning Looks Radio. I know it's
1: crazy to me too. Like I can't believe we've been doing it this long. Yeah. Whether you're a longtime listener or a new listener, as always, thank you thank very, you. very much for hanging thank out with you. us. We so much appreciate it. We hope you keep coming back. Tell a friend, tell at least one friend. Say, hey, these guys are geeky music guys. Like, They have a great podcast. You need to check it out. Do that.
0: Yeah, rate us. Give us five stars. We don't ask you to do much. We don't ever ask you to share our shit. But we're telling you now, your New Year's resolution should be (laughs) rating Lightning Licks Radio and then uh, sharing our stuff. Tell one friend tell one you know if you're a music geek you know a music geek if you don't know any other music geeks like we should probably have like a way to unite all of y'alls because you really need to start
1: talking to each other we do appreciate your time thank you as always right on happy new year happy new year 2023 2023 it's all happening you know what every year is a great year for music so i don't expect anything less from 2023 no so I feel like the theme song should be coming up. So. Is it coming? It's coming right now. All right. Here's that theme Here song. Is. Thanks for hanging out with us.
0: 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you.
2: Sonic contributors to Lightning Lakes Radio's 22 is the 22-year review and mixtape include Lee Moses, Holland Dozier Holland, LL Cool J, Andrew Bird, Gus Lombardo, Tom Waits, the Irish Rovers, You 2 larry fleet oliver from the deep cuts youtube channel j cole biggie smalls height peach the pixies milica yanya nathiel michelle Envo, the chats rolling blackouts coastal fever whitney the smith westerns the beatles kendrick lamar wet leg parcel of interpol Hachi, yeah yeah yes perfume genius Mia Malik. She She, The Shout Out Louds. Peter Bjorn and John. Julia. Julia. Broken Bells. The Shoes. Kurt Vile, Mama. Waze Blood. Alex G. Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Denzel Curry. Giselle, Bren Joy. 454. Buzzy Lee. Packy Man, Winter. Big Thief. Will Ferrell. Duncan Lamont. Stephen Gray. The Clockers, Beasties Boys, and the world's famous Supreme Team. Thank you for a fantastic year of music. Be well, be well, be well, be
3: well. Lightning like Lexus in the mix. The cross faded with these dusty fingertips. We run from digging in the bins at electric kitsch. We are looking the hits. We got so, and it's so much more We got the hip-hop, rip pop, new and known We got the free jazz punk, rock, disco, gold Garage psyched like, up and acoustic funk And do you request like Nah man, I think I left that LP at home It's on the shelf in my basement That's where it belongs. sorry you Now don't get me wrong I really do appreciate your input But I don't really need your sticking input Nah, B, I'm just playing Just trying to play too. the rules is What I'm saying Why waste your time on a top 40 hit list When you can prep platters Like a catering business So fresh, I'm high on my deck. Make me collaborate and enjoy That's teamwork, baby you an old B-side treat With the gut so deep to make your earhorses bleed Dusty grooves and forgotten gems Sample sources from way back when You're like, hmm, that sounds familiar Well, it's Osley Bros That big Cupid in the Is still ill and it still kills It's a not for These rusty so fingertips. We're going from digging in the...